0: Mark and Dan. Mark and Dan. Podcast. Mark and Dan. Welcome back to another episode of Mark and Dan Meets World. I'm Dan Brown.
1: And I'm Mark McKay how are you doing today, buddy? I'm doing so good. So the Disney Plus description of what I meant to say is Corey shares his feelings with Topanga. And I'm pretty sure that was the exact essential description for the first episode of Season 3. So, uh, yeah, what the hell?
0: I think we could probably make a better Disney Plus description. What do you say?
1: Uh, Thinking... Hmm. thinking. Hmm. Thinking...
0: Thinking. Ah! Mm, thinking cramp oh i got my thinking cramp and hopefully you guys don't have your thinking cramps and why would you you're listening to mark and dan meets world you don't have to think for the next 30 minutes <laughs> today we're talking about what i meant to say boy meets world season three episode three it got 8.3 out of 10 on imdb with 172 votes it first debuted october thirteenth, 1995 mark what a great episode I love this episode. Keeping the street going, they have yet to dis- uh
1: disappoint me yet. Uh dude, yes, I I would give this episode probably a 9 actually. I really uh I really love this episode. Uh well, uh with the Eli storyline, I'll I'll give it I'll drop it down to an
0: 8.7. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll 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 come up with that soon.
0: All right, we'll get to uh, we'll get to there when we get to there. But the show starts off kind of fun. Corey and Topanga are at chubbies. They're in the back room that we just discovered. Uh, Corey's helping Topanga learn how to play pool. Uh, they're kind of kissing and having a good time. They move over to go play some darts. Topanga blows in his ear. And Corey throws a dart, misses the board, and then all of a sudden you hear someone yell, Ah! <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. when I remember watching that thinking, like, Oh, that was Sean's voice. Yeah. And then they're like, how about, you know, how about we just talk? And Corey goes, yeah, no one's ever got hurt talking, which is just foreshadowing the next 30 seconds. Mm
1: -hmm. Corey gives her
0: the jacket. Uh, They they share a kiss. And then Corey tells Topanga he loves her. And Topanga does not say it back. And she wants to leave. We cut to the next scene. We're at school. Corey's in the hallway and Sean is limping. (laughs) And (laughs) he asks Sean, like, what's going on? He goes, I'm just at Chubby's. I'm about to make a move on the girl I'm seeing. Next thing I know... Somebody hits me in the bar. Somebody hits me in the butt with a dart. <laughs> and Corey, the first thing Corey says, "Well, did you see who did it?" And when Sean says no, he goes, "There's a lot of sick people in this world."
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I always thought about this. So Sean was on the date. So do you think they were at a table or were they standing up?
0: You would th- have to think. Well, he said at the point that he was leaning in to make his move. So even if they were at the table, he was probably sitting across the table. You know what I mean? So I always pictured this in my head that he was on the date with the girl and then
1: he just kind of like gets up and then leans closer, like over the table. And then that's when he got hit in the butt with the dart. So if he didn't do that, that would hit his
0: head. Yeah. I mean, if, when you put it like that, you're absolutely right. So uh, Sean
1: should be thankful going like, hey, at least I, I got my ass hit instead of my
0: my head. Well. There was definitely some stuff going on with Corey's head because they were talking about the date with Topanga. Corey said that 90% of the date went good, but then he said, I love you. And then Sean gasped when he said that and calls him an idiot. And he said, when work gets around, every girl's going to want to hear that. Um, Next thing we know, Eric is coming by with his girlfriend, Christy, who was played by, I believe believe her name was Anatasia Holmes. She was part of MTV's Undressed TV show there for a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. But Eric is coming by with her and Sean just tells him, like, your brother told Topanga that he loves her. And then Christy, you know, his girlfriend was like, oh, and then Eric's like, yeah, grandma Topanga. What's not to love about her? (laughs) Um, And then Eric gets mad at Corey. He puts his arm around him like he's doing like a whole like you're my little brother and I love you thing. But then he grabs Corey by the back of his neck and squeezes him. And now he has to practice saying I love you. And he goes, "Uh, Christy, I love you. I love you, Christy. And it's like, I don't even know her last name. Uh, <laughs> um. do, you, do Was this like a big
1: deal when you were in, in school? Like if one of your bros like said, I love you to his girlfriend and they just chastised him? No.
0: No, I don't think any of us really gave a shit.
1: It was, I remember it was kind of a thing in our school because they were just saying like, oh, you can't say that. Um, but it was just like, yeah, they've been dating for like, two months of, of yeah. course they're gonna say that you know and they're 15 two months is a long time
0: <laughs> that's a really long time for a 15 year old yeah but then topanga enters the scene and she avoids cory uh, next thing we know we see mr feeney he's yelling at eli <laughs> <laughs> um mr feeney is accusing eli of snaking his coffee and Eli says, hey, I put the money in the machine. The coffee came out. When Feeney tells him, like, hey, how much money did you put in the machine? He says, a nickel. And Feeney said, yeah, with my 75 cents. (laughs) Um, And then... Mr. Turner comes by and Eli's telling me, he's like, yeah, I'm going to tell this Mr. Feeney guy that there's these short guys with mustaches causing problems, making <laughs> us think about nothing. And then that's when he realizes, oh, that's Mr. Feeney. Yeah, uh, Dude, <laughs> I love this take where he's just like going off on on
1: unknowing Mr. Feeney. And then he's just like looks at Mr. Turner. He sees him shaking his head, looks back to Feeney, looks back to Turner. He goes, Feeney, right?
0: Hey, coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Well, what's great about this, too, you know, you really have to think about it in this terms. There has only been about five episode, a five episode difference between the last time somebody got into an argument with Mr. Feeney at the school, not realizing it was Mr. Feeney, <laughs> because yeah. the last time it happened, Sean's dad was at the school right towards the end of the season. You know, the second to last episode, actually. And he he's trying to claim that he's Mr. Feedy and whatnot. Just a, a little bit of interesting take there. I mean, several months have gone by since that happened. Um, but if you're watching the show back to back to back, really not that many episodes went by. Yeah. Um, but the bell rings and Corey has flowers and Sean stops him and gives Corey's flowers to a jock. Uh, yeah. who then kind of smiles and walks away <laughs> so he uh, goes what are you yeah he goes what are
1: you doing and he like bull rushes cory takes the flowers away and then he goes here and then just hands it yeah. to that jock and then he just happily takes the
0: the flowers away <laughs> <laughs> well sean starts to think about what they can do and then that's when just sean gets to the thinking i'm thinking ah thinking cramp um, which is funny because Eric had the thinking cramp earlier. <laughs> uh, and he tells him like, you know, Topanga has all the power because you said, I love you first. Next thing we cut to, uh, Eli storms out of Mr. Feeney's office. He's about to cry talking to Turner he goes, I, mean, I snaked the guy's coffee. Uh, um, I, I didn't hurt anybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And he's talking about how he got fired from the news, and you know he was always trying to get to the truth. He, he wasn't trying to do like those slanderous stories. Um, and he he calls Mr. Feeney Mr. Mustache, and then Feeney just kind of shows up there. And then Mr. <laughs> Feeney tells him like, "Hey, you start on Monday." Um, Feeney uh, and Mr. Feeney tells him that because he actually sees a lot of upside in Eli. In Eli.
1: Yeah, which shows like how good of a character Mr. Feeney is. Because even though that like uh, Eli stole his coffee, made fun of him to his face, did the interview and then kind of bombed the interview, which I'm kind of getting the gist of. And then he makes fun of Feeney again. The fact that Mr. Feeney is like, no, I see that you're like a really good person and you can you're really valuable to these students. uh, I want to bring you on board as you know. Part of the faculty.
0: Attention, Mark and Dan meets world listeners. The suburbs of Cleveland, Ohio are about to meet their match when three best friends have come across hardships on trying to make their dream movie. Follow Craig, Jamie, and motherfucker Dave as they beg, borrow, and steal their way to achieve legendary status only on Mark McKay's indie comedy hit Suburban Legends Life on the Rainbow Road, starring Sean Manos. Mary Lee Osborne, Matthew Phillips, Josh Miller, Haley Madison, and a special appearance by Lloyd Kaufman. I have one question for you. Are you ready to be a suburban legend? Available now on storeenvy.com slash Mark McKay's gimmick table. That's store envy s t s t o r e n v y dot com slash M-A-R-K M-A-C-K-A-Y-E-S gimmick table. Corey then Tell Sean that he was right in the lunchroom. Uh, Sean's just starts speaking French, but it's like nonsense French. Uh, yeah. so, even um, Sean doesn't even know what he's saying. Did you? Uh, was there like
1: subtitles and then subtitles over that when On you were the Disney watching
0: plus it? version? Yes.
1: Okay, so I I wasn't sure if that was just my TV acting weird or the fact that like there were subtitles over the subtitles. Yeah. So, so that yeah, I, have... I thought that was kind of weird.
0: But then he gets a note that Topanga wants to talk, and um, then Topanga Topanga tells him Ben that uh, they want to talk alone, and she breaks up with Corey. Um, We cut down, or we cut to the next scene. Corey's talking to Sean in an empty classroom, uh, and I thought this was, like, just perfect comedy. A sitcom here. <laughs> yes. uh, he wants to reenact the date. So Corey plays Corey and Sean plays Tabanga and he, he goes, Okay, hold gonna. my hands. Yeah, he's like, I'm not going, but he holds his hands and he goes, um, he goes, Oh, you big hands or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and then he says, Um, you know, Corey's not really paying attention to what's going on. He's not looking at Sean in the eye when he says this. He's like, you know i just want to tell you i love you and he looks up and everyone's watching him including the jack that he gave the flowers to who then throws the flowers on the ground and storms away (laughs) (laughs) dude i fucking love this guy like the fact that like he has no lines
1: but he's such a memorable character in like the whole boy meets world no line uh cast of people in the entire series the fact that he has no lines he has two brief scenes he gets the flowers and then he throws the flowers down he is so memorable by just two simple movements i fucking love this guy
0: yeah i i we we should come up with a name for this guy just and bring him up like three episodes later uh (laughs) johnny flowers johnny flowers there you go it's johnny flowers (laughs) but then sean asked him he's like so okay so what happened what did you do after topanga said it back and Corey tells him like well topanga never said it back and goes oh that you never said that you left out the most important part and he goes oh so you know you got an idea he goes oh no you're lost now uh (laughs) (laughs) just what everyone who's in love wants to hear um the bell rings the, the class is about to fill up so Corey or sean tells Corey, like hey fake laugh so when topanga enters it looks like you're having a good time so they fake laugh topanga enters and then you know Corey, he can't help but to show that he's hurting so the next thing we see mr turner walks in with eli he tells Corey and sean to stand up in class uh they ask each other who each other's best friends are uh sean says you are sir um <laughs> <laughs> while well, cory was honest and, and said that it was sean and you know they'll kill whoever messes with them and he points out that eli's his best friend uh, and then eli has just gotten a job at the school because you know, if they were hiring, it's not like they were going to hire Don Gibb. Um, <laughs> Damn it, I missed that one. What <laughs> the fuck? Oh, man.
1: Donald Gibb would have been an, an amazing fucking media you know, visual yeah, media teacher. <laughs> Let's say I do find Don brother, Gibb! One of these so-called jobs. But Hold the camera right, nerd! <laughs>
0: <laughs> but Eli starts talking about, you know, there's a difference between, you know, what's talked about in the media and what is real um which then leads to the perfect joke he goes hey watch this hey hunter what did he just say and he said something about israel uh, <laughs> <laughs> i mean that that had to be just a writer in the room who was like oh i thought of this funny thing how are we gonna you know fit it in um and eli tells him he was like you know here's the thing honesty He's talking about having to be honest with people and being honest is the best thing. And then Corey gets up and struck a a nerve with him and he just starts cutting a promo in class. Uh, (laughs) Let me tell you something. Yeah. He starts hulking out and then he realizes, like, oh, my God, I'm saying this out loud. And he sits down. And then that's when Eli says, "Okay, back to Israel. Uh, (laughs) Good jokes there. Good jokes in in a very good scene. Um. The next part's great. Uh, we're back at home. Uh, Corey comes home. Mom tells him, like, Corey, you missed dinner. And he goes, yeah, Mom, it was great. Uh, <laughs> just, and he starts telling Mom about his date. And he goes, you know what? We were in the back room at Chubby's. We're having a good time. And I thought, you know, let's just go for it. And Mom starts thinking the worst. And she breaks the mug in her hand. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Dude, this is so great. Like, you just see, like, Amy just, like, smile to, fr- to like, Calm to nervous to sad to upset and then breaking the fucking mug.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But then Corey tells him it's like what he meant for go for it is that he told Topanga he loves her. And then right on cue, that's when Eric walks in with his girlfriend. And they're like, oh, we just came back. Um, we just had a great day. And they're like, where'd you go? And Eric was like, Pottery Barn. And <laughs> they're like, where'd you go? And he's like, Pottery Barn, Pottery Barn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought this was great. So she tells Eric he, she loves him. And then Eric has to say it. And then as they walk out of the room, he leans in the court. He's like, I'm going to meet you. I'm going to make you eat that ceramic cat. Um, <laughs> Wash out like, the watch napkin, napkin holders. Holders. <laughs> <laughs> So um, a brief story
1: uh so my wife and i jen we went uh like halloween shopping and then one of the places we went to was pottery barn and i could not stop but think about this episode and i was like i'm gonna make it eat that
0: ceramic cat and i just kept saying <laughs> that over and over again people in pottery barn must have loved you uh yeah. like, this is i wonder how many giant. times year they actually hear that you know what i mean <laughs>
1: Well, I'm assuming whenever you and I go in, we, they yeah. hear it all the
0: time. <laughs> I now have a reason going to go into Pottery Barn. Uh, <laughs> so we cut the chubbies, and Corey's there with Sean, and he starts telling Sean, you know, he's like, I see Topanga everywhere, and then Sean tells him, you have to cut it out, and when Corey looks at Sean, it's Topanga talking <laughs> to him, but with Sean's voice. And, and clothes, he, too. yeah. <laughs> If only Topanga was wearing the Jesus with a basketball, holding a basketball T-shirt, that would have been amazing. <laughs> I wish he was wearing that shirt in this episode. That would have been pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> but then Turner walks in with Eli. Eli's like, is the food good here? And then Turner says, yeah, it's good. All right, I'm going to see a chubby can order out. Um, and he tells him, like, hey, why don't you go um, talk to the Matthews kid over there? You know, he, he freaked out in class. And Eli originally doesn't want to do it. He goes, ah, you know, I don't want to uh, make these bonds with these kids. You know, what am I going to do? And as Turner leaves, Eli decides to walk over to Corey. Corey tells him. Oh, go ahead. Right here. Let me
1: pause you for a second. So uh, from this interaction, he goes, isn't that that squirrely kid that went off on me earlier today? So it kind of you get the gist that this is the first time Corey and Eli are meeting, correct? uh you are getting that gist i know where you're going with this yes so cory and eli actually met in the first episode of season three my best friend's girl
0: yes because eli was in the apartment when while when uh storming in there you're right
1: yeah so um
0: yeah this is not either
1: um eli thinks that <laughs> cory and then sees uh episode one cory are two different people or the fact that uh is just a big continuity error and then this is why i dropped it down to an 8.7 because of this glaring issue because eli knows
0: cory he does know cory he has met Corey once before mm-hmm. uh, but eli does tell cory like hey you have nothing to be sorry about it you know just keep it honest cory thanks him runs away and then turner sees him talking to cory and goes yeah and, don't ever come back here again or whatever Eli said Um, just to, to to make Turner think he hasn't actually changed anything. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, he gave him sage advice on like what to say, how to, to just be honest with Topanga and hopefully she uh, rescinds on that. Mm -hmm. You better watch out. You better not cry. There's a terrorist attack. It can only be saved by one guy and a St. Bernard, Dan Brown and Heyman save Christmas. That's right. Dan Brown, my co-host of Mark and Dan Meets World, has his full comic book series out and available right now. A real scrooge of a terrorist blows up Santa's toy shop, putting Christmas in jeopardy. It's on a recently fired comedian and his trusty four-legged best friend to make sure Christmas is saved for all the boys and girls across the world. Dan Brown and Heyman, save Christmas. You can go to danbrowncomedy.com for more information. That's danbrowncomedy.com.
0: The next thing we see Topanga's in her room. Uh, Corey comes in through the window and he asks for the jean jacket back. Um, And as he goes to leave, he says, you know what? I I want something else. And she goes, well, that's the only thing you gave me. He's like, no, I want every feeling I've ever had for you back. Um, She blew him off that explanation or how she feels. Uh, Topanga said that she's scared. Um. And she asked, like, when did you know that you love me? And Corey said, I've known since we were six years old, which is something they never really d- discussed in the, <laughs> the first two seasons. Yeah. But we're we're giving them a little bit of a a break on that one.
1: Yeah, we're we're. I always assumed that they knew each other, and then they just kind of like. You know, kind of drifted off around like sixth grade where she started becoming more of a hippie. And then he right. got more into sports and then just kind of looped around uh, in this grade.
0: So, well, in a later I, season, they will talk about that. So, yeah, we'll, we'll put a pin in that for now.
1: Uh, so when was the moment you fell in love with your wife?
0: Um, the moment I probably realized it was at Saxonheim's in Cleveland at an open mic. Um, I just kind of looked at her. I'm like, I do love this girl. What about you? Uh, so it was our first date. Uh, we went to go see the movie
1: hitch with uh, Kevin <laughs> James. Uh, and I remember we were kind of making fun of this movie. And then we were kind of doing like a Mr. Science theater bit to it. Uh, and then later on, on the drive home, I, I don't remember exactly what she said, but she made uh, this really Um, off-color joke uh, that i like really popped for because i really love stuff in bad taste Uh, it had nothing to do with the movie it was it was just something else i I don't remember what we were talking about but i remember just having like a really good belly laugh for like the next five minutes and then i was like she has the same comedy or same kind of um humor i do so i that's something i always kind of like picked up on and noticed that that was the time i was
0: like i I really love her oh that's cool so if you would have said that you fell in love with her catching fireflies in the backyard i would have called bullshit uh you ripped off boy meets world so (laughs) again you keep ripping them (laughs) off mark Uh.
1: (laughs) so so with um Corey just climbs through the um topanga's window and just grabs that jacket that fucking awful looking jean jacket It was like for a ugly jacket. It did really like mean something to Topanga. And that brings us to this week's sponsor of the week. I'm feeling cold. I'm feeling alone. I need something. I need, I need to go to Corey Matthews Jean Jacket Emporium. The spacious 20,000 square foot warehouse chock full of the most up-to-date jean jackets, such as acid wash, bleach stain, and fringe. (laughs) You know, all the jean jacket styles that was big in the 90s. And for you dashing young men, we now have jorts. They're jeans, they're shorts, they're jorts. Just ask our frequent shopper, Kevin Smith. Corey matthews jean jacket emporium cory is a denim expert it's in his jeans i'm gonna go there to get me some uh some fringe jean jackets
0: i was about to say what at this point in the 90s were jean jackets still in probably i was like six when this episode came out okay yeah
1: I also an- a there. another thing about this jean jacket uh in Girl Meets World season two, episode four, Girl Meets Pluto, uh, where they open up the time capsule, that uh, in the time capsule is the jean jacket that Corey gave to Panga in this episode. You are
0: correct. Yeah, I, I have a feeling we'll eventually uh, review that episode too. We have to see what's going on. I, w- I wish they would have actually done a time cap- capsule episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But Corey goes to leave. and Topanga says, I love you back. Uh, and then as Corey's out of her room and he's climbing down his ladder, he throws the jean jacket back in the room. It's a, it's a nice, cool moment there. Mm-hmm. And then th- we end the episode. Eric's talking to his girlfriend, Christy. He says, let's rethink this whole, I love you thing. My brother said to his girlfriend and now he's crushed. And then they see Corey and Topanga leave and they're very happy. And, he was like, Tell mom I'm walking her the long way home. And they're smiling and giggling to each other. And Eric's like, Oh, you want to go to Pottery Barn? Uh <laughs> and she's like, I love you, Eric Matthews. And he goes, I love you, Christy. And that's the perfect way to end that episode. Yeah. Uh,
1: so I really picked up that the Mr. Feeny lesson of the week um is to just be honest, because Corey. Hasn't changed at all in this entire episode. He had no arc. He's the exact same person at the beginning of the episode as he is at the end of the episode, because all he did was he just told Topanga, "I'm having a really good time with you here at Chubby's back room. I love you," and he was honest with her. And then throughout the whole episode, he's talking to Eric. He's talking to Sean, and he's saying like, "No, I I, I do love her. I'm telling you that I'm you know I'm being honest with you." that I love her that I was being honest with her and Topanga was like more reserved and she wasn't being honest with Corey and it takes pretty much this whole episode for her to break down and say I- I'm-, I'm scared because I don't know what love is and then Corey spells it out for her and then he's so sure of who he is at this moment that Corey is just like no I've loved you since you know we were catching fireflies in the backyard and then she realizes oh I, I do love this this guy so then that's when Topanga kind of tells that she's being honest with him she says I'm scared but now that you've kind of shown me the way I do love you back so the whole Mr. Pena lesson of the week is uh, you know, be honest and Dan I love you man
0: I love you too buddy and I love this episode. You give it an 8.7. IMDb gave it 8.3. I'm going to go 8.5 here. Um, good all-around episode. Can't complain. Mm. And we hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Mark and Dan Meets Road as well. Next week, we look forward to talking about Season 3, Episode 4, He says, She Said. But until then, follow us on Instagram at Mark and Dan Meets Road. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash MarkandDanMeetsRoad. Subscribe wherever you're listening. Thank you guys for tuning in one more week Be safe, have a good night Do good Mark and Dan Mark and Dan Podcast Mark
1: and
0: Dan Mark and Dan